Are you thinking about going out this weekend? Are you thinking about messing around and finding out? Well, when you do mess around and find out, you may end up in jail, whether it be Hines County, Rankin County, Madison County, or any of the little towns in between. And if you do, hey, look, I have a long and glorious history of messing around and finding out. And I wish I'd had a bail bondsman like Liberty Bell Bonds. If you end up in jail this weekend, get out of jail by calling 601-825-1077. That's Liberty Bell Bonds serving Jackson and all surrounding areas. So if you mess around and you find out, call Liberty Bell Bonds and they'll bond you out. 601-825-1077. All right, you tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. Good morning to everybody out there. Man, it feels good outside today. It felt good outside today. If I lived in the country, I'd probably walk back in the house, take all my clothes off, and then walk back outside. It felt that good outside this morning. I, I, my, I had to come out my garage. You can't really feel the wind blowing in the garage, the breeze. I wouldn't necessarily say wind blowing. Man, I got out to the driveway. I was like, can I just do the radio show from right here? I'm just just, just right here. Can I call this one in today? I, I am my own producer, so I could not. But if I if I could have, I would have. It felt that good. Man, that moon. That moon was like a literal light bulb in the sky. Almost like the sun without the heat. Uh, anyway, felt good this morning. Low 70s. I like, had that first vibe of winter or fall, whatever you want. Just How about not? Uh, not summer. Felt really good outside this morning. If you've been outside, you know what I'm talking about. If you hadn't, enjoy it before the sun gets all the way up. All right. If you want to text in the show this morning, the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Or 44. Whatever, whatever language you speak. <clears throat> Ebonics or traditional American. English. Traditional American. <laughs> One nine fo fo. I would like to order a number fo. Anyway, the phone line six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. If you want to call in this morning, uh, finally uh, a couple a, a nice day with nothing completely crazy going on in the world, except our president Donald J. Trump coming out just guns blazing. I, if he had a gag order, he broke it. I mean, he came out guns blazing. We're going to get to that. I got a couple things I want to talk about for a few days here that I've kind of missed. But <clears throat> here in just a second, I want to do. I played a found a funny TikTok, and it's uh, it's called "Life Lessons Learned from Memphis Rap," and it's so true. It's uh, and it's clean. It's clean. So if you got your kids in the car, you don't have to worry. It's it's it's, it's all clean, so it'll be safe for radio. Even by even by uh, radio standards, it's good for radio. So it's funny. <clears throat> We're gonna play that here in a minute in this first segment. But real quick, I saw I, I I constantly you know when you're in the car a good bit, driving back and forth from Florida to Brandon, Brandon to Florida, it's forty minutes each way roughly, depending on traffic. Get a chance to do a lot of thinking or listening or whatever. I, I saw yesterday. That all the late night cut comedians who have been out of work because they're not actually good at what they do. They're not actually funny. They're not actually original. 
I saw and I guess this writer's strike going on in California. Well, I guess it's going on everywhere, but generally speaking, they all live in California. California. They haven't done a live show. A single one of them. All summer. Not Jimmy Kimmel. John Stewart. I don't even know if John still has a show. Uh, I don't even know. I forget all their names. They're nobodies to me. No, they're no, nobodies. They're, they're less than dirt to me. Less than zero. But they have these multi-million dollar contracts. They're constantly singing about vaccines with dancing syringes and trying to kill people. Anyway, all five of these so-called late-night legends have had to get together to form one podcast just to hope enough people to listen. And I just, it just got me to thinking. You got me to thinking. I'm going to use WYB as an example here. Myself, we'll start here with me. And I mean this for every other host here at the station. Every day, work full-time job. Every day, have to do enough show prep to come up here and do the show. I pride myself in not missing shows. I, I pride myself in being Mr. Dependability. Show up every day, on time, every day. Don't get me wrong. Life does happen every now and then. Get sick. Got to get the got to take a day off for whatever reason. It, that's life in the big city, as Kim Wade would say. But I pride myself in being dependable. I do all this with with. I have co-hosts here and there. I have guests, but at the end of the day, it's called the Clay Edwards Show for a reason. I do I do ninety percent of this by myself. Now it takes a support system behind the scenes. It takes. Uh, a girlfriend that, is, that that sacrifices a lot of time so I can do this. It takes a family that understands goals and dreams and visions. It takes friends that understand that. It takes employers that understand that. You know, it, it, it's a team behind the scene. But when this mic cuts on, it's all me. I don't have a I don't have a producer. I don't have a team of writers. I don't have an assistant. There's no coffee made waiting for me when I get here. There's no chilled bottled water. There actually is chilled bottled water in the fridge. That's a bit of an exaggeration. I like like room temp water. My point being, it's real. It's authentic. From from my show at 7 a.m. to Mike Madison, Allison Noe, Jim Thorne, Jameson Haygood, Kim Wade and anybody else that has a show here that I'm missing. It's 100% authentic. It's 100% us. And it's so ironic. I mean, we're, we're, I mean, obviously kudos to Matt, the station owner for, for seeing what works and putting us all together or allowing us to do our own thing. And it turned into us all being together. I'm not really sure how it worked, but Either way, we're we're all general mission here. We're very, you know, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I feel like we're anti-establishment. We're not scared to call out both parties, left or right, and we're and we're just authentic. I, I just I keep going back to the word authentic. I, you know, I, so I don't want to go to war with other 
talk radio stations in town and other podcasters and stuff like that. But it does feel like a lot of what else that's out there is either a ripoff of what we do or just very fabricated, very WGOP. It's just unlistenable. So you know, we always look back as we get older and we think about, man, don't know what you got till it's gone. So, man, I sure wish such and such was still around. I sure wish uh, that TV show was still on. I still wish that show was still on, whatever. I'm telling y'all, enjoy this lineup here at WYAB while you got it. I mean, it, it, it could change tomorrow. Life happens. You never know. Because I think what we have right now, what we have here right now, people are going to be looking back at in 10 or 20 years and say, man, I remember when f- speech was free. We, we think it's bad now. 10, 20 years down the road, if we don't save America now, we're going to look back at shows like this, shows like the other guys whose name and girls whose name I mentioned, and we're going to say, man, I sure do miss those days when people could speak their minds on the radio without going to jail. Because something tells me in 20 years or less, we won't be able to have these conversations that we have here. And uh, I don't know if I articulated that the way it was intended to be, but don't waste your time watching nonsense like Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon. I remembered another one of their names. And what are the chances? You got two Jimmys that do late night. I don't even, I can't even call it comedy anymore. I feel bad for this generation of younger folks. I'm in bed by the time the late night comedy shows come on, but I mean, I feel bad with these, this this generation that doesn't they didn't get to enjoy comedy when it was funny. So, just my two cents there, kind of start the show off. Now let's talk about life lessons learned in Memphis rap. If you grew up in the 2000s, late 90s, in the Dirty South. You, of course, I'm sure, listen to Project Pat, 3-6 Mafia, Lil White, um, 8-Ball and MJG. I could go on and on. But uh, this is clean, so no need to change the channel or nothing like that if you got kids in the car on the way to drop them off. All my life lessons growing up on Memphis rap. For example, To the face of light beer, you bought an outfit. This was a lesson in financial responsibility. Bills get paid before upgrading wardrobe. Here we learned looks aren't everything. There's more that a woman can bring to the table than just a pretty face. Never forget that. Never forget that. Never forget that. It's important to protect yourself legally from this blatant Fourth Amendment violation. And no matter your status of employment, hard work can and will pay off. You gotta put yourself first sometimes. Plus, women love Taco Bell. It's a delicacy in their culture. It is, in fact, a delicacy in their culture. I've learned this having a daughter. Taco Bell is absolutely a delicacy in the female culture. I don't understand it. I don't. I, you couldn't give me a plate of Taco Bell. Right, you cannot buy me a bag of tacos from Taco Bell right now at this point in my life. Anyway, I thought that was funny. 
I thought that was funny. Uh, I've been sitting on that for a couple of days, wanted to play that. So I hope y'all enjoyed that. What life lessons did you learn from rap music? Whether it be Memphis rap, West Coast. I learned one thing from West Coast rap and East Coast for that matter. If you start a rap beef, you better be ready to finish it. Ask Tupac and Biggie. All right, let's take a break. Come back. Let's get this train back on the tracks. I got some I got some video from Donald J. Trump dropping bombs like Hiroshima. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards show. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards show. Let's do this. Donald Trump. Y'all may have heard this. Maybe y'all have. Maybe you haven't. Speaking of rap music, our next president, our 45th and 47th president, frankly, the 40. Well, we won't call him the 46th. I mean, we know he's supposed to be. We understand what happened. But uh, Trump dropped the fire mixtape of the summer. Even though we're at the the end of summer. That's the joke, right? The hottest mixtape of the summer. Trump dropped that fire. I mean, Tupac hit him up style. Ice Cube, no Vaseline. It's called Trump. First day out. Let's listen to a minute of it. I want to go to LA. Well, shout out Patriot J, Benny Johnson, Big Bongino, Alex Jones. Free my dogs and lock up the radical left's gone crazy. I don't bail, I don't bail, I won't see inside a cell. Shout out thugger, free my slime, slat, slat, YSL. They tryna lock me up, but I'm plugged in in ATL. Got homies doing life in jail, they living in hell. These DAs acting silly, my mugshot is worth a billy. So some merchant made a milli, shot me milli out in Philly. Shot the baby, shot the salsa, Benny Butcher, them my rollers. Called me racist, but these rappers riding with me, them my soldiers. Mega, 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 I am not who they are after. Mega, mega, mega. I am not who they are after. What do we say, man? What, did, what does Trump say? That it's not me they're after. It's you they're after. It's you they're after. Man, get my blood flowing this morning. All right, speaking of Trump, he went scorched earth yesterday. Here's about a minute of Trump. Spitting that fire from mixtapes to podcasts or whatever you want to call this, rants. These crazy indictments against me should be viewed as campaign contributions to crooked Joe Biden and his radical left thugs. This will be their updated form of cheating and election interference. Remember, these are Biden indictments. They're not pure and simple. They're not coming down from heaven. These are indictments made up by Joe Biden and the people that surround him, mostly the people that surround him. He's got a bad group. They're thugs. They're radical left fascists. They're Marxists. They're communists. They have the worst people. But these people made these indictments. So when they say, oh, Donald Trump is going to court. No, no. We're going to court to fight a crooked system, a corrupt system. And Democrats better be careful what they wish for. Because this kind of thing can happen to them, and it can happen very quickly. Thank you very much. MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. It's not me. They after. What y'all think, man? I think this. I think this is going to blow up. Like everything blows up in the Democrats' faces. 
everything they do. And not just the Democrats. The Uniparty is just as involved in that. The Republicans are just as involved in this. I, I said this in a video that went kind of viral the other day. We, you know, when, when Philip Gunn called, called folks that third party, you know, that didn't really resonate with me initially. But as time's gone on, as time's gone on, I, I really have realized MAGA is that third party. We keep saying we need a third party in America. I mean, you know, I, I, I get down with the libertarians. I got a lot of share, a lot of common beliefs, but they're not really a third party. Let's be honest. MAGA is the third party. We just kind of had to hijack the Republican Party to do it. They're just too entrenched. I mean, the libertarians, you know, y'all go, y'all go hijack the Democrat side. <clears throat> I'd much rather live in a world ran by MAGA and by libertarians than by Democrats and Republicans. Because this, this circus ain't working no more. But I think this is going to blow up. What do y'all think? What do y'all think happens? I, I'm just sitting here thinking. I'm thinking through this in live time. Y'all bear with me. I think the Democrats are getting ready to blow up Joe Biden. I don't think there's any way they're letting all of this stuff out. They've been they've done so good at containing information, controlling the narrative. I, there's no way they're letting all this stuff out now. The the emails, the Hunter stuff. Oh, there's no way. They're finally having to admit to it. Why, why admit to it now? You've stuck your head in the sand for the last three or four years, at minimum. I mean, just since Biden got uh, became the nominee, since nineteen, twenty, what, whatever. Why pull your head out of the sand now and acknowledge any of it? There's a reason. They're getting ready to blow this thing up. And you, you, Kamala ain't the answer. I mean, Sean and I have talked about this. Kamala ain't the answer. But she's as disliked as any politician in history. I mean, historically, she's the least liked VP ever. Historically. Even more so than Dick Cheney. That's saying something. Well, I remember... I'm old enough to remember when Democrats hated Dick Cheney. Hated him. He was Satan. He was Satan. He was pro-war. But now they love them Cheneys. They love them Cheneys. They love them Liz Cheneys. In hindsight, Dick Cheney wasn't so bad. They hated Dick Cheney. Hated war. Now, they love doing exactly what he was about, feeding the military-industrial complex, a la Ukraine. Y'all got to make it make sense for me, man. None of this makes any sense. Blow this whole thing up. Let's take it back to 1776 and just start over. Minus the slavery stuff. Well, I don't know. You know what? Maybe a little slavery ain't so bad. We need to put the white liberals in slavery. Let's put all these 
this leadership class, the people who got us into this situation, Republicans, Democrats, let's put them in slavery. Get them hoeing our rows, plowing our fields, milking our cows, tending to the house. Anything else I say after this is going to be a line too far for radio. So I'm going to stop it there and let you use your imagination. I think AOC make a good house mammy. Not for me, of course, but for somebody else out there. <laughs> Take a sip of water. We got we to correct this, man. I don't know how you do it. I mean, they got, of course, they have the military. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know how you do it, but you're going to have to do it some way or another. You're going to have to do it one way or another. Let's see here. Phone line, by the way, 601-879-0002. Guns of Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Let me pull up Reagan's text here. Give me one second. Let this reload. Here we go. <clears throat> Reagan can says, this is good stuff here, man. Anybody, anybody takes this much time to, A, use correct punctuation and grammar, and B, type this, you're going to get it read on the radio. And I also know I ain't got to worry about no uh, little landmines in here that I accidentally read. He says, as you know, every single thing that ills America is the fault of one or both of these was it the government of Hawaii who said the Maui Inferno was the result of climate change? It has since been reported that the fire started because of downed power lines. What these practitioners of fake news did not inform us was that this does not exclude racism and climate change as the cause. The American-led heated earth melted the point where the power lines is connected to the pole, which has fell to the ground on a sheet of white racist paper, igniting it in a black neighborhood where it had been thrown out of a white car driven by a white MAGA male. Silly, look at the news. In the last 15 years, the world has been running towards destruction and America is leading the way. All right, so I, talking about sticking your head in the sand, and I'm going I'm to recap that here in one second. I've kind of had my head in the sand a little bit on this Maui thing. I, I didn't believe the official narrative to begin with, and I definitely don't believe it now. And but last night I took a little time and I watched some Benny. Benny Johnson had a nice like twenty minute video, kind of just recapping the thing from the beginning to now, and kind of what's going on. There's so much going on locally. And at the end of the day, this is a local show. You know that's that's where our bread is buttered. So when when you have a lot of local topics you know like the polo trial stuff like this that's what i do best national stuff is not my it ain't my go-to i mean i enjoy it but anyway i had not been paying that much attention to the maui stuff but wow what and then they got fema over there and they appear to be more concerned with making sure their fema folks are at the hotel doing their diversity equity inclusion training that's a true story. I don't consider Fox News the bastion of conservatism like I once did. And it, so when I say Fox News is reporting, 
I'm just saying it as a mainstream media outlet, not some far right wing website. Fox News was reporting that they they have the diversity, equity, and inclusion training at the hotel where they're supposed to be still searching and scouring the burned out lands for survivors. And right before, right before, like days before this thing burned down, the governor over there signed a proclamation, I guess that's what you call it, that if something happened to your land, they could seize it from you. Like, for instance, if it burned down, they could take it from you. And then, boom, that happened. And all the rich people's houses didn't burn down, but the poor people's did. I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff over there. You know you know me. I I make no bones about it. People joke around calling me the Jacktown Alex Jones. Because I believe in my conspiracy theories. When was I, When were we wrong about one? I've been doing this show for three years now. Today's the 586th episode. Well, February will be three years. When have we been wrong? I, I can't think of anything just drastically that we've been wrong about. We still ain't stood. We were sitting for Ukraine before it was cool to sit for Ukraine. Even some of you conserv- uh, so-called conservatives changed your little changed your facebook pictures to the ukraine flag added the ukraine flag to your to your bios on the twitters stood for ukraine prayed for ukraine i ain't done none of that none of it not none of it i took a lot of flack i've come closer to being canceled for rooting for putin than I have for anything else I've ever said on this radio show station. Now, where'd all those little flags go? Where's your Maui flags? Where's your Where's your Hawaii flags? I mean, y'all want to fly a flag for something? Yeah, I only fly one flag. That's why I don't care about the state flag. Y'all, y'all can fight back and forth about that Mississippi flag all you want. I don't care. I've never owned a Mississippi flag, and I'm not going to now. I fly the American flag. It's the only flag, well, that and the, the MAGA flag. Those are the only two that mean anything to me. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. This is The Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by Lakeland Glass and Tent. Get over there, see my friends at Lakeland Glass and Tent for all of your home car or business window tinting needs, vehicle glass replacement needs, and vehicle wrapping needs. Turn your vehicle into a rolling billboard at Lakeland Glass and Tent. Of course, they're doing paint correction and paint protection as well. Get your car polished up, buffed out, and get a ceramic coating put on it. Or, hey, if ceramic coating is your thing, get some of the Expel film. The clear, uh, kind of clear bra type uh, wrap. It's clear wrap, what I'm trying to say, for your vehicle. Or get it wrapped in a, again, rolling billboard for your business. Check them out online. Lakeland Glass and Tint. 
Expel.com. They are the Expel dealer of the year, and Expel is the premier, top-of-the-line vehicle window tint and uh, vinyl wrap on the market. It's top-of-the-line. It's the stuff. It's what you want. Anyway, check them out online, lakelandglassintent.com. You can schedule your appointments there. Or 601-946-1000, Lakeland Glass and Tent, where quality matters. I was um, scrolling on TikTok during the break there, and the we came back sooner sooner than I thought we would. Um, I was looking to see how many views I have got now on my latest 1.5 million. I, I told y'all I'm famous. Famous. Hey, did y'all see? We're going to pull this thing back local here for a minute. Did y'all see where the first openly gay black guy won a House of Representatives seat or something? Let's see here. First openly gay lawmaker elected in Mississippi. I, you know, I sure, I sure will be glad when we can quit celebrating first openly gay, first black, first this, first that, first gay black, first gay black trans, first gay black Superman. Just can we just first lesbian? I mean, can can we just get back to saying we elected the best person for the job? The person, the people, the people, as in we, the people, selected one. Here's from WLBT, making it all about gay. Capital in January, one of the new faces will be making history as the first openly gay lawmaker in Mississippi. Baby Nelson won the runoff for the House District 66 seat in Hines County. And three in her sides, Courtney Ann Jackson. Talk. The only thing that would have made that better if it was House District 69. With him about his win today. People were, well, you know you don't need to talk about it. I said, no, I'm not. That's not fair for me not to talk about it. I have to let people know up front where I stand on the issues. Baby. Oh, God, we know. We know y'all can't quit talking about it. Lord, we know y'all can't quit talking about it. You, every time I turn around, it's y'all talking about it. And Nelson, being an openly gay man, wasn't part of his campaign platform. But as he reflects on the history he's making, he knows it's significant. I think it's vital that we have people that represents every single person in that building. Because until you walk in those shoes, you cannot properly advocate. Until you walk in those shoes, you cannot understand the severity and totality of the issues. And so being a voice and being able to be a voice of reason and saying, hey, come to me, let's talk about it. And you can change people's perspectives when you have those conversations. And there are many in the LGBTQ plus community celebrating the win with him. So proud. You have opened the door for so many of us. That's Jason McCarty, the first openly gay. Good Lord. Yeah. My uh, Facebook there went ding ding ding, and I, you know, I don't know why I've been doing this. Anyway, y'all get the point. I hope I hope the HR director down there at uh, at the Capitol is is got everybody up to task on their diversity, equity, and inclusion training because they're gonna need it. No, no more little jokes. 
Ain't going to be no more jokes down there. You're going to get rode up. Let's take a call here. Hey, brother, you're on there. Hey. Joe. As, as my friend Jameson says, be ready. Call back. Be ready. Look, man, I hope this guy does a great job. Obviously, it benefits all of Mississippi for him to be good at his job. But can you just be good at your job? See, this is what people are tired of. That's what people are tired of. Every, <laughs> we're going to get so far left that I'm going to celebrate when I, when I finally win something. I'm going to celebrate being the most recent straight white guy to do it. Oh, look. Straight white guy did it. Straight white guy did it. Bring him back. I'm making me a straight, straight white guy cool again. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. Yo, Sorry about that. All good. Listen, uh, you know, that's whenever I hear the term progressive, I cringe. You know, and when we talk about the first black this or the first gay that, which, now, I'll, that aside, you know, someone being black, you're born that race. And I know, understand that there, there's a history of uh, of discrimination in that area. So, you know, I, I I understand that. But this whole first gay this and the first queer and the first trans, the whole idea of being progressive, I think it's regressive. You know, uh, when we, uh, you know, if, when I drive around Jackson, just like take take, for example, your Jackson save Jackson page. We're not progressing in Jackson. Every major city in the United States, San Francisco, uh, Seattle, Washington, those aren't progressing. They're regressing. You know, things are getting worse. Our, our debt's getting worse. Our society's getting worse. Our speech is getting worse. There's nothing I see that's progressing out there. No, look, and, man, if you... I don't mean, I, guys, I hate to pick on, you know, these younger, young black kids here, but I have a lot of them that follow me on social media and they comment on my stuff, especially like on Instagram. The, the English is, def, the, your, our speech is definitely regressing. They have, folks have created their own alternate language. And, 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 and look, I know there's a lot of good teachers out there. But there's a lot of trash teachers out there that speak the same alternate language that these kids are coming out of schools like JPS, I'm just using them as an example because it's right here, are being taught or learning. I don't know if they're being taught anything, but it's what they're learning there. And it's it's a shame. Like, man, we, we speak English in America. We don't we don't change the way words are spelled. I don't know is not I-O-N. And I, it's not, I don't know is not spelled I-O-N. It's spelled I don't know. That's how you pronounce it. Sorry, I, I, I can go on and on and on about this rewriting of of the English language is repronunciation of the English language. Number four, it's a number four. It's not a foe. Go ahead. And, and the other thing is, like, if you can't use a sentence without a couple of GDs, MFs, and and FFF, uh, <laughs> that's not speaking well for your culture. I mean, you look at the way we dress now compared to way. Just think of Andy Griffith's day when they would put a suit and tie to go to the movie theater. I mean, we as a society are, are regressing 
and into this because I mean to take it to a higher level, okay, whenever they want to push communism, socialism into a country, they first have to weaken its social structure. Uh, communism can never come into a strong, family-oriented, moral, prosperous, gun-toting society. They first have to destroy all of that before communism can come in. And that's what I think uh, what they're trying to do is they're trying to weaken the body like a virus, for example. A virus can't come into a strong, healthy body with a strong immune system. They've got to weaken the body or find a weak body uh, to enter to bring your cold and virus, your cold and flu. And that's what they're doing to America. That's what this thing is all about. You know, but then they use the term progressive, and then they celebrate their progressive achievements like first gay, trans, black, whatever. You know, like this is really an issue instead of being qualified. Well, this is what we're just, and this is what we're tired of. You know, people think that I'm getting up here and I'm being anti-black, I'm being anti-gay or anything like that, and I'm not. I, I want you to succeed. I just don't want you. I don't want you to do it because I'm not pulling for you because you're black or because you're gay. I'm pulling for you because now you're in state leadership. And if we need you to be good at what you do, you, all of that nonsense be damned. You, you need to be good at what you do. And if you're in there and your identity is who you are, you're nothing to me. If your identity is who you are, you're nothing to me. I need to know who you are on the inside, not what you are on the outside. Brother, i got to take my break. Thank you. Great call. Thank you. Uh-huh. Hey, I feel a little attack there, talking about the MFs and the Fs. I don't know if my brother there follows me on TikTok or not. <clears throat> guilty as charged when it comes to the abuse of the English language. But I do pronunciate it properly. <laughs> we'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back in. We are live here on 103.9 for another two minutes. Look, I see y'all calling in. You're going to have to wait to the top of the next hour. We don't have about a minute left. I hate to rob you of your thoughts in less than a minute. So, uh, Derek, call back. Everybody, call back. Top of the next hour. We'll get your thoughts in. But I am going to say this. Since it is the Clay Edwards show, I'm going to speak my mind for a second. To my point about this alternate language being spoken on by younger black kids it, it's also black adults doing it and then white people do this too I, I i hate to just say black but this is a definitely like a black culture thing that i don't understand it, they, a whole nother and this is beyond abonics if that's what you know if you want to call it that I, I i don't understand the point or the purpose in rewriting the english language to a very lazy form it, it's like it's like shorthand but you're not just typing it you're you, you talk like this too, and people are going to get mad about this, and I know it, and I don't care. Again, I, I I don't pronunciate, say the whole dang word, or the phrase. They're taking phrases that I don't know really grinds my gears. I don't know. It's ow. It's not. It's I don't know. Just say it. It ain't hard. Say I don't know. Not ow. That's called. That's I own. You don't own anything. I own. It's not. I don't know. We'll be right back. Unfiltered, no sugar added, talk radio. That's right. I think that first hour, especially that last segment or two, that was pretty unfiltered. That's pretty unfiltered. Phone lines are back wide open. If you were trying to call, 
during that first hour. Already got Derek on hold. Uh, phone lines wide open, 601-879-0002. Let's get a little business out of the way before we jump in head first. Hey, guys, get over to Martin's downtown today for lunch. I'm pulling up the menu here real quick for you. Man, I tell you, I love that plate lunch. I, I just Can you even be from Mississippi and not like a good plate lunch? Today's special, what's today, Thursday? Pot roast. Mississippi, I don't know if it's Mississippi pot roast, but it's a pot roast served in Mississippi. So, man, get over there and try that. And, hey, don't forget, Friday night is ribeye steak night. Get the crew together. Go down there. There's no cover charge early, you know, or at least so like the band starts or whatever. Go down there after work, early dinner, whatever. Take the crew and eat some ribeye. Enjoy the coolest bar in town. I, and I, I mean that legitimately. Coolest bar in town. The stainless steel bar top. It's just all my years owning bars and restaurants and nightclubs, I dreamed what I dreamed. They ended up building down there. I'm like, this is what I was going to do. Get out of my head. They get down there, check out Martin's uh, dinner seven days a week, lunch seven days a week. I mean, they're open on Saturdays and Sundays. They don't do blue plates, but they're open. You can get it delivered. Check out Martin's downtown, jxn.com for their upcoming music and search them on your favorite food delivery apps and try some of that great food they got tons of great craft beer the whole nine yards check them out we'll be talking about them more and more and more martin's downtown a jackson tradition go check out the new patio college football kicks off this weekend there's a game tonight was it florida and utah tonight get down to martin's enjoy that after work just go after work and stay i mean they're open till 2 a.m martin's downtown let's see what Derek has to say good morning Derek. hey good morning hey i had to disagree with the court the caller said earlier about a point real quick no historically societies accepted communism out of oppression whether it was the cubans the uh, north koreans or the north vietnamese they were all being oppressed by european power now i'm not saying that as a right or wrong i'm saying that from a historical fact so when we throw these things out there let's make sure we have the historical accuracy that the reason why people adopted communism is by, is out of oppression matter of fact one of your most famous examples is is the uh civil rights march and the civil rights movement which had communist elements in it well it was done because of oppression now i'm not justifying it but i'm just telling you why initially communism was accepted it's, it was accepted out of oppression from uh other powers so let's get that let's get that historically straight Hey, right. uh, what I what I wanted to say about the Ebonics thing, um, the factor that you totally missed, you could you could easily throw out. Yeah, black kids are taught that, but who's teaching them that? The women, the single mothers, because fathers fathers for the most part didn't tolerate that. Because I grew up in a two parent home, and I've been staying with my dad for a while now um, in Newton County, and he didn't tolerate slang language. You know, he didn't tolerate um, dreads, he didn't tolerate braids and things like that. So all this goes back to the breakdown of the family, the family structure. That's an, remember, that's, that's an interesting concept. You know, I, I've kind of wondered where this came from, and, and, and you know, I can't make an argument against that. Yeah, no. It, it, regardless of of what nationality, it goes back to the breakdown of the family structure because there were certain roles that the men and the women played. So remember, a child's early teacher is a, is a woman, and then after after a certain period of time, let's just say like eleven, twelve. They start to learn the family trade or or 
their environment skills from the men of the, of the community or their father. Like, if you've seen a lot of my Facebook posts lately, it's been me teaching my son bass fishing. Because the environment in the area I grew up in was ripe for fishing and hunting. So, just like I did, he has a strong father in his life teaching these things because there's a, things as a man that we don't accept. We don't accept obesity. We don't accept, you know, incorrect grammar or, or lewd and obsidious behavior for the most part. But when you look at these, when you look at TV, and I'm telling you, every time around, around this time or a little later at the end of football season, when you look on TV, oh, such and such is signing with USM or Colorado or this and that, it's always somebody from a single mother, and their language is atrocious. And we clap for this stuff, Clay. But when you look at them guys that's getting, that's going, that's getting ready to sign with a college, it's always from a single mother household. And, when you, and if you look at the ones that got both parents there, they don't, their language don't sound nowhere near as, as, as crappy. As the ones that don't have a, as the ones that don't have a father in the house, and they're also usually in a suit. There you go. But oh, yeah. uh, take I'm a look just making at an it. observation, you know. Yeah, take a look at it. When when a guy when 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 a teenager is signing for a college from a single parent household, you can rest assured he's going to talk like he reads at a fifth grade level. You know, so I was... when both when both parents are there, you'll you'll notice the language the, the language will be subtle and it'll be precise. You know, I so said they've been the. Our state reps and governor have been patting themselves on the back a lot lately about Mississippi's testing scores coming up and this, that, and the other. Man, I, I, I've just got to. I'm serious on this language thing. This, this, this English short, this English shorthand that they're teaching in schools. I know these teachers speak the same language because you, you run across these people out in public. And I'm just again, I can just keep going back to Jackson Public Schools because it's the closest one to us where this is a real, real issue, and. I don't know what they're teaching in school. I would love to see the actual test. You know, like what do they call the English language in JPS? Because what these kids are coming out speaking, there's no way they were they they were taught that. Well, like in my school district, you had, we you know we we um we did a lot of reading, and that's why Newton County was number two in the reading scores because they've always been known for 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 the reading. And if I was to ask you, Clay Edwards, who is Gilgamesh? Would you know who that is? Uh, loosely. Okay. What about Achilles? I have an Achilles heel. Okay. Well, well, where the Achilles heel came from? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not very. I look. I'd be the first to. I'm no, not well read, okay. but I can read. There's yeah, a difference. It's, it's, it's okay. But see, the household I came from, we had to read the Epic of Gilgamesh, and we had to read um, Homer's The Odyssey, Odyssey and the Iliad. So I know Greek mythology. I know where Achilles heel comes from. And I know the stories of, about the Epic of Gilgamesh. So, again, it, it's, it's all about environment because, again, my mom was the daughter of a teacher. My grandmother taught countless amounts of, of, of students in Newton County. So at her funeral, it was packed all the way outside and down the street for people paying their respects. Senator Terry C. Burton, the pro tem of the time, spoke at my grandmother's funeral, and he said we lost a great pillar of the community. She was, in essence, a... Um, the un, un, unofficial title of mother of the community. You understand? So that's where my pedigree comes from. So it's a no-brainer why, when you've held conversations with me, why I, I, I tend to know a, a vast array of subjects because I didn't have no choice in the matter. Well, it's great to be well-read. You're well-spoken to it, and you, and you can tell. You know? Yeah. 
Appreciate you, Derek. So, yeah, go ahead. It, 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 there's environment factors, but there's also the the, the, the factor whether they came from a two parent household or not. Because most men don't tolerate crappy language and um and 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 you know obesity. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks, Derek. Uh-huh. You know, I, during the break there, I was looking at some TikToks and. What I saw was this one popped up and it was like Atlanta's third world hood. And it was a guy walking through this bombed out looking apartment complex that could be in Atlanta or it could be right over here off Ellis Avenue. And and just look at these conditions people are content with living in. Or that they've got themselves in and they get just enough they get just enough from the government or whatever to just survive. That ain't no America. And they can't expect these people to, if they're content living like that, they're definitely content not properly speaking the English language. Let's take another call. Hey, you're on there. Hey, good morning, brother. How you doing? Man, I'm good this morning. How about yourself? I'm doing fine. Listen, now, when I say this, I say this in love. Me and you, we brothers. Make no mistakes about it. But now, let's get to the bigger issue. The problem that's going on, look, them same hoods over there in Jackson going to be the same thing you're going to find out here in Rankin County and uh, and outside of the city, the, uh, in the city parts or whatever. In the rural now, areas. Say, the rural areas. Now, I'll say this right here. The problem that we got going on is that white man and that black man, we have become weak. We went from lines to being domesticated house cats. Let's just call it clear. The reason why our households, because drugs and stuff is affecting both of our communities. The problem is that black and white man, you don't, and we don't know how to run our household. Because if we had our households an issue, when none of this been going around. We subscribe to men like guys like me and you who we know is like homosexuality, that stuff is wrong. Once the men come together and we say, look here, we done playing around. We going to lay the law down. Not only inside of our houses, but outside. So my yeah. whole thing, if we really want to just get some serious, if we just really want to get some serious results, let that black man and that white man come together. Because to be honest with you, a lot of this stuff, like this Internet stuff and this educational stuff, it comes from them Jewish people. And I'm telling you that them Jewish people got these black and white boys fighting each other over this silly stuff. And once we come together and find out all these people, who causing these atrocities in our community, not only the drugs and the things that they're selling in the store, the images that they put in our kids' minds, we ought to put these people to death. Now, that's the truth, and we'll straighten all this out. Hey, you know, so uh, that, that's a bit above my weight class, but somebody did make a great argument for that in a private conversation the other day, kind of what was going on who was pulling the strings, and it really did open my eyes up a little bit. You know, my, this is a, a little unrelated, but 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 on the same topic of what you were saying before that. You were talking about we got to get a hold of our we've, we've become domesticated, right? And this is it's kind of a funny here, but like my girlfriend sent me a video, and it's got a, it's got a dog riding in a car, and his head's between the seat with his puppy dog face, and the caption says, "When your ancestors were born and bred to hunt, but you're on your way to get a pup cup from the drive-through." I think that perfectly sums up what we as humans have turned into. Our ancestors were bred to hunt and kill and do whatever they had to do to get fed and we on our way to take our fat butts through a drive through we got to get back we got to get back to breeding ourselves to be killers and i don't mean literally but you know what i mean mentality right 
And I understand that, but see, that's when it's going to come from. That's going to come from guys like me and you, not only talking, but we got to put together a pool of resources together and make something happen. So my whole thing is that that guy, them guys out there, no matter what color is it, if they fear the man upstairs the most high, then our brother, then we got to be, we got to keep our brothers. So it's just about time that, you know, if we're going to get serious about it, we're going to have to have a conversation. We're going to have to have a conversation. we got to bring everybody to the table because your elected officials and my elected officials, they don't represent us. So since they don't represent us, I just think we just need to have a problem. Yeah. All right, brother. Appreciate it, man. Great call. All right. Let's take another call before we go to the break. Hey, you're on there. Hey, man. So I I understand what the last guy's coming from, but I just did something that every one of y'all can do that could help us avoid that. I just went to my local store and I asked them. I said, hey, look, they had tables up in front of there where you check out. Uh, whenever the whole pandemic thing was going crazy, and I had a plexiglass, and he had to wear a mask, and all this kind of crap. And I went there, I asked the, the, the main guy, I said, y'all aren't going to do this crap whenever this rolls out again, are you? And he said, what are you talking about? I said, they're talking about pushing out this COVID stuff again, where you got to have masks and restrictions and all this stuff. I said, are you not going to do this again, are you? He goes, uh, I don't know. I said, well, let me just stay. When I pull up and I see it, I'm leaving. I will drive 40 miles out of the way you go somewhere where I don't have to do this. Just letting you know right now, before it, before it ever enters your mind, just letting you know right now, I will not shop here. Yeah, hey, do that. Let the guys know. You're not playing this time. Yeah, look, I, I rode all the way down. This was this was well past 20, March of 2020. We didn't got into 21 at this point, I think, or at least on the other side of the summer. I, I, I was still working over by the Metro, and I rode all the way down 18 to Sylvester's Barbecue down there. And I'm going to call yep. him out here. I rode all the way down to the Sylvester's Barbecue. I pulled up, parked at the front door, saw a sign in the door that said, Mask Required to Walk In. I took a yep. picture of it, posted it on the internet, tagged him and said, Was about to walk in and break bread with you, but not if I got to do this monkey crap. I walked in to that same exact store. I live in Raymond. I walked in that exact same store. And they said, You cannot come in here without a mask. I was like, Are you sure? And they said, Yes. I have not been in there since. And last I checked, they were closed. Yep, I mean, they deserve to be. Hey, you're well, great, and, and and they had good food. That's the bad thing. Yeah, yeah, they do. But look, if you're gonna if you're gonna carry out this nonsense, and this goes back, you know, me and Jameson were talking about this off the air yesterday, uh, kind of between our shows, and we we were talking about this kind of Marxism, communism stuff, and they're bribing these. You know, you, you can you can bring in this. You can and Jameson could articulate this way better than me. This is his this is his row, not mine. This whole Marxism stuff, I believe in it, trust me, but he articulates, articulates it much better than I do, this corporate Marxism. If the government can't do it, the businesses can. They're, they're, right. they're, they're bribing these businesses, like the Mississippi Department of Health, giving these businesses $1,000 to pass out COVID propaganda and to push this narrative and to host vaccine events, air quotes from the studio. They're bribing well, so- these businesses and these communities to do, this, to do their bidding for them. Because they can't legally do it. And that's where we, as citizens, have to go, all right, fine. I will drive the extra five miles. I'll drive the extra ten miles to go somewhere else to support somebody who's standing on principle rather than going along with this corporate crap. Yeah, well, that's why I I get my my meat from Stonington Farms and not just because they're a sponsor. And I go to the – I drive my butt all the way to Pillahatchie to the grocery store most of the time. Because I'm not going to support nonsense. I will go to Ramey's, but sometimes it's just too busy. I, you ain't going to see Clay Edwards in Kroger. 
You ain't going to see me at Sam's Club. You ain't going to see me at Walmart. And I, well, no, I, I'm, just, I'm not going to support this nonsense. If you don't start shopping local, it, once you get in the habit of shopping local, it is so much easier, so much better. You'll love the, the products. It, it's it's just a you've been conditioned to do stuff with the Kroger app and and this and that and the other. Just get out and meet the people. You'll get to know them. You'll get to know their names, and it'll it'll be a joy to go get your stuff. Yeah, well, it will because you you get customer service in person. Customer service. You get good in-person customer service. You're not going to get good customer service on the Internet. I'm sorry. I don't care if it's locally owned or corporately owned. The Internet dehumanizes people. You ain't getting good service from me on the Internet. I just you ain't getting it. I don't care. No. No, you can be next door to the person, and you're still going to type more hateful than you would if you were speaking in person. It doesn't matter. Yep. Just go get out. Get out and go get local stuff. That's what we got to do to beat this beast back. Yep. Hey, great call, brother. Got to take my break. All right, he nailed it. He nailed it. We're going to talk about this internet stuff when we get back here too. I, 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 I well, y'all think I've been fired up about marketplace before? I got a rant for the ages coming up next. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back into the show. We're just going to call it. Start calling it the show. I'm tired of saying my name. Um, on one of the show on 103.9 FM. Hey, this segment, you just heard their commercial there. How about Watchman Security Services? Local hometown service. Watchman Security Services is locally owned and operated, man, since 1987. Founder and CEO Eric Knight started back in the industry all the way back in 77. His son Eric, uh, I'm sorry, Eric (laughs) was first certified technician in the state of Mississippi. He's held the role of president and vice president of the Alarm Association of Mississippi. Eric is also a certified retired police officer and served on the board of minimum standards with a peer review committee. I don't even know what that is, but it sounds very important and hard to do. And he did it. Nathan Knight, the VP of my buddy, uh, he's a VP of operations. He grew up in the industry, obviously, under his father's tutelage there. And look, man, they're just great people. Good people. They're Alarm.com certified installer. Whether you need a home doorbell system with a camera on it or a full indoor-outdoor camera system, a basic home alarm system that'll call the cops if somebody breaks in, or you need remote gate access, the whole nine yards, they can do it all. I implore you, before you order that stuff on Amazon, before you call that national security company, Holler at Watchman Security Services. Locally owned, locally operated. I ain't going to sit here and tell you they'll beat your best deal regardless, but you'll get the best service regardless. My words, not theirs. So holler at them. WatchmanSecure.com. That's WatchmanSecure.com. Good folks. I'm, I'm telling you, good, good folks. All right, man, let's talk about Facebook Marketplace for a minute. There's an old meme that floats around on the interwebs. I think it's I think it's a Mike Tyson quote, and it just, and it just says people have gotten way too comfortable saying whatever they want because they just ain't been punched in the face because enough of them ain't been punched in the face, and and a lot of y'all on Facebook Marketplace when you when you when you communicate with folks have gotten way too comfortable behind that computer screen. Way too comfortable. 
Because there's no way you would talk like that in person. You ain't going to talk to me like that. I promise. One of us us hitting the ground. If you talk to me in person like you do to me on Facebook Marketplace. Real talk. So much so. So much so. This lady messaged me yesterday. You know, and she just goes straight into. And I'm not saying I hit a woman. But I would take it out on her husband. So much so that she just goes straight into telling me what a piece of crap the truck I'm trying to sell is. It's overpriced. It needs tires. Blah, 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 blah. And I just simply said, you know, no offense, but maybe this truck ain't for you. I mean, it's obviously a piece of crap. It's obviously overpriced, according to you. Maybe maybe this ain't going on to the next one. On That's industry standard, by the way. That's what they teach you in automotive selling school. Just when somebody nitpicks something and it's overpriced, just tell them it ain't for them. Now, and then she goes, uh, she goes into, let's see here. No, it's proved that high with everything I listed. Sir, it doesn't. Sounds like the lot doesn't have a problem screwing customers without KY jelly. I'll make sure anyone looking for a vehicle that asked me about a place to look doesn't go there. Thank you. Blah, 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 blah. We went back and forth for a minute. Man, I'm so fired up. Then the day before, a guy wanted me to rub my belly and pat my head and jump on one foot and film videos and do all this nonsense for him instead of just coming to look at a vehicle. And I mentioned this because it's on Clay Edwards' personal marketplace. I'm not speaking for a dealership here. And this is just a laundry list of the nonsense put up with on these things. I got home last night and I did myself the biggest favor I could possibly do. I deleted everything I had on Facebook Marketplace. The juice ain't worth the squeeze anymore. If I got to have Facebook Marketplace, I need to find something else to do for a living. Because the mental stress that goes into arguing with you idiots on Marketplace, it ain't worth it for me. It is not worth it for me. So here's the, if you need a car, come see me at Ellis Autoplex. Don't, don't look for it on Facebook. It ain't going to be there. You just go, go to the website, ellisautoplex.com. You ain't going to, you may find our stuff on there. One of the other guys may have it on there. It ain't going to be me. Y'all ain't loyal anyway. You find stuff on there, then you just come and look for it and buy it from somebody else anyway. So I'm going to save myself the headache of Facebook Marketplace. And I implore y'all do that too. Instead of trying to sell your car on there, sell it to me. Come out there, we'll write you a check on the spot for it. We'll make you an offer on anything. We'll make you, I say not anything, any vehicle. (laughs) I don't know. If it's the right deal, maybe anything. (laughs) Anyway, I'm fed up with this. If if I didn't drive so much engagement, and I didn't look at this whole, everything I do is like a puzzle. You know, I got to have all the pieces to make this machine go. I got to have the radio show. I got to have Facebook. I got to have TikTok. I got to have Instagram. It's all a puzzle that makes this machine move down the road. If it wasn't for that, I'm trapped in the matrix, I guess. At least I feel like I am. If it wasn't for that, I would delete social media yesterday. All of it. But I'm trapped in the matrix. 
That's how I got to where I'm at is through social media. And it's how what led me to this radio show is what brings listeners in. Man, some of y'all have gotten way too comfortable the way you talk to people online. And we, I'm not even getting into the way we talk to each other in the comments under toxic post. I, I give that a pass because that, like what I post on Save Jackson or what WLBT posts, that's just, that's engagement traps. It's so people will comment and argue back and forth. But that's the way Facebook set it up. The more comments, the more the, more the page grows. And Instagram and all of them. They're all like this. It ain't just Facebook. It's the way the algorithm works. If you can get a bunch of people under a post arguing, then they'll all see your post every time you post something. It, it, it's a very, very sick system that they use. Man, the way we talk to each other in there. I was listening to Joe Rogan and Oliver Anthony. Man, what a great story. Oliver Anthony. I got a thought on that, too. So he's on Joe Rogan. In the last three weeks, this guy went from Oliver who? To back-to-back weeks at number one over the all-genre chart and being on Joe Rogan. Is there a better, is there another example of overnight sensation than this dude? I can't think of it. Not in not not in any lifetime has somebody gone from unknown to superstar to household name in a quicker amount of time. But they were talking about how people online will just just take all of their vitriol, all their hate, all of their anger, and they'll just dump it in a reply to a comment to somebody they don't know. Under a post of somebody they don't know, and man, that's just so true. On both sides, we're all guilty of it. I've done it. You've done it. Well, I assume you've done it. The left does it. The right does it. Black, white, blue, green, Mexican, Chinese, everybody. We've all dumped some hate towards a complete stranger in the comment section. I'm just guessing if you listen to talk radio, you're angry about something. <laughs> that's my assumption. I got I got here because I got angry about COVID. You know, that's why I'm, that's why I'm here. <laughs> I got angry about COVID. I used to be I used to be a big sports fan. I used to listen to sports talk every day. I didn't listen to political stuff. I followed it in the background. It wasn't first thing on my radar. You know that's why I, I don't I can't get into you know political history conversations. I did I did read a book about. Mississippi politics, so I at least kind of know what I was talking about. But I got angry over COVID, and I assume that's why you're here, is you're angry too. But man, the the last caller made such a great point. Kind of circling back to that real quick before I take this break. The way we stop this, speaking of being angry about COVID, the way we stop this nonsense before it even starts you let these businesses know. I'll drive, I'll drive down the road to the next store. I will not tolerate any of this mass compliance stuff. I will not comply. We're not going to do it. If you want to put the gun to your head and pull the trigger and put yourself out of business, then so be it. Because that's what you're doing when you decide to roll with these com- complies, this, this compliances, these mandates. 
<laughs> Somebody said it could be a dude on his wife's Facebook. I don't know. I'm talking about the, the lady I got in an argument with. I don't know. I, I, looked, I did decide to go peep out the profile. And she had this holier-than-thou post on there talking about it was a picture of her singing in a bar. Said, I'm so glad that I'm not the me that I used to be. And I was like, oh, God. Not a, not a Facebook Christian. All up in somebody's DMs, chewing them out. So typical. So typical. Let's take a break, come back, kind of reset here. I get on these rants and talk about five or six different things. I did a lot of show prep, believe it or not. Let's talk about some of the things that I prepped about. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show, or The Show, on 103.9 FM, WYAB. All right, welcome back in to the show on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Hey, guys, get out and try Acme Pizza, if you hadn't. Twelve different specialty pizzas, nine different frozen daiquiris, full-service bar, and uh, just a great atmosphere. Friday and Saturday night, got live entertainment there on the stage. I know it's just killing shit. Not having full full heavy metal bands and rock shows in there. He's working his way towards it. <laughs> Get out and try what a lot of people are calling the best pizza they've ever had. But hey, look, pizza's not your thing. I mean, it'd be weird if it wasn't your thing, but whatever. To each their own. They got great pasta, burgers, sides, appetizers, and more at Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Located at Fan and Mart on the res. Available on all major food delivery apps. They open daily, 4 p.m. to midnight. Try getting a good homemade pizza at midnight anywhere else. I ain't throwing no stones here, but like the places in Brandon close around 9 o'clock. You know, I get it. I get it. But every now and then, you know, you want something after 9 o'clock. Acme, Pizza and Daiquiri's. Open late. Available on all major food delivery apps, including locally owned take-a-break deliveries. Let's, get, let's go back to this Facebook Marketplace thing for a minute. Disrespectful. Disrespectful. I, I I got it ruined my day yesterday. I was so mad. I didn't get unmad until I woke up this morning, and it shifted to vitriol. The audacity of some people. Let, let, let me tell you, twelve years in the car business. Twelve years in the car business. Let me tell you how. I don't know who taught y'all how to negotiate. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know who taught y'all how to negotiate. But when you lead the conversation with telling me what a piece of crap and how overpriced what I have is because you're trying to get me to discount it for you, that, that insulting me ain't the way to, ain't the way you start the conversation. It, it, at this point, I, I won't sell it to you for what I'm offering it for. Like, you're not a customer to me, whether it's at work or something I'm selling personally. That's why I hate trying to sell my personal vehicles because I ain't got, I don't have to have a filter when it comes to my personal stuff. I actually have to maintain somewhat of a filter when I'm selling somebody else's stuff. I'm selling my personal stuff and you come at me like that. It ends differently. It ends with you making screenshots and sharing it everywhere, telling people how mean clay is. 
Uh, anyway, careful on marketplace. You may just f around and find out. You, you, fa, fo, on marketplace. Let's take a let's read a couple texts here on the guns and gear text line. Lost sheep said, "I bet she used to be a Crystal Methodist." Wah, wah, wah. Says, "I just turned in. I just tuned in. Me and about eighteen other." About 18 other fuel haulers are down in Florida, the other side of Tallahassee, at a staging area awaiting orders from Florida Department of Emergency Management. We went through a small town of Madison, Florida that got tore up. A few of us listened to you. Need No need to mention, but keep... Oh, sorry, I didn't know I was supposed to read it. <laughs> I don't read these texts in advance. I, I really don't. I mean, occasionally I'll read one during the break and reply to it, but I don't read them in advance before I get on the air. Hey, look, I passed a bunch of, uh, here on 49 this morning, passed a bunch of utility workers, linemen, in a big row of trucks with American flags flying, I'm assuming heading to Florida. That's been an all-too-reoccurring theme the last few years, hasn't it? Man, we've been getting beat up by some hurricanes. But, man, I see the same floats around every now and then. Mate, these, these linemen are first responders. Real talk. They need all the same benefits, in my opinion, first responders get. These linemen are absolutely first responders. So uh, shout out to the linemen out there and all the utility workers. I'm just calling you generically. I'm calling you all linemen. Thank you all for what you do, whether it's in Mississippi or Florida or wherever else. Great work. Y'all doing the Lord's work. We done got spoiled. We got to have our electricity. Got to have our internet. Uh, Rick says, thanks for taking calls. What I hate about Marketplace and Craigslist, first text I get on something is, what's your bottom dollar? Screw you. What's your top dollar? I just tell people all the time, like, I think my, I think the price I'm asking is fair. I mean, we a lot of research goes into pricing stuff. Like, what's it going for? What's it worth? I mean, I don't want to ask two or $3,000 I'm using cars as an example here. I'm not going to overprice something two or three thousand dollars just to, just to, just so I can haggle with you. I mean, in the day and age of the internet and apps like Car Gurus and Carfax and all these this market value pricing as it's called, dealerships that don't put their best price as their first price don't get customers. I mean, the the business has changed so much. I know a lot of y'all out there. Like on, I don't know, everybody's always 3000 I don't know why on Facebook, and really this is just car shoppers in general. Y'all got to break this habit. There ain't $3,000 in profit on every vehicle out there. I'm not saying $3,000 in profit don't exist. Maybe somebody traded right for one, got a lick, whatever. But that don't mean they should discount at $3,000. Don't matter what they paid for it. Maybe I paid a dollar for it. If the truck's worth twenty five and I'm selling for twenty four, it's still a heck of a deal for you. You know, just coming in. I, and the ones that really grind. I had a guy the other day offer me six thousand dollars less than something. I had to pull over on the side of the road and reply to him two words: "Hell no!" It's just insulting. Six thousand dollars, 
Man, I wish. I wish we had some of the $6,000 worth of markup. My commission check would be sweet. Come on, man. I know y'all's grandpappies and your daddies taught you, you know, taught you that, you know, never pay the first price. If they, if you're paying, if you're paying what they ask and you're paying too much, and those days are gone, bro. I mean, maybe some of the used on the new car side, you know, sticker price, whatever. That's different. That's different than used cars. You know, go, you know, go get, go get a couple dealerships haggling over your business. I get it. You know, get your best price. And when I was in the new car business, let's just say, for example, there was two Toyota dealerships in town or two Honda dealerships. I always wanted to be the second guy. I wanted to be the second guy because I was just going to beat their. What did they tell you they'd sell it for? Okay, I'll beat it by a hundred bucks. You sign up right now. Everybody always wants to be the second guy in the in the new car business because all you got to do is just beat it by a hundred bucks. They're there. They're tired of shopping. Next, used cars are different. There ain't a used car factory. Let's take a break, come back, land the plane for the day. All right, welcome back in to the show on WYAB. Hey, the podcast of the show will be available immediately after here. Give me till about 10 a.m. every day. It's up and posted on all major podcasting and music streaming platforms, including iTunes or what Apple Music, whatever it's called, uh, not Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. Amazon, it's on the book app, Audible, and it's everywhere else too, Podbean, you name it. If it's a podcast app, it is there. Go subscribe. If you do it on Apple, you can leave a review. So leave a review, good and or bad. Hey, um, kind of in closing here, real quick, I did a bunch of show prep, and I did not hit any of it today. I really didn't, uh, except that Trump stuff. But hey, look, I, there's a, I see that more and more businesses, and y'all know I've, 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 I read about this a lot. A lot of businesses are going cashless. Don't support them. Do not support these businesses that go cashless. That's just like ones that insist you wear a mask if you go in. Don't support them. We got to grab this thing back and get it under control and take back control of our lives and our money. I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.